Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday installment of the All Sports Podcast. I am your host and good old JR. People usually call me Juan, Junior, you know, whatever you guys want. So let's get to it with some of these promos. We have a good show today, so let's get to it. First up, uh, Eposki. They are a custom cup company on Instagram. They ship nationwide. So if you guys have any cool cup ideas, maybe you want to get one for yourself, maybe you want to get one for your coworker, and, you know, for the holidays that's coming up, want to give one for a gift, you can look them up on Instagram. That is Eposky. E-P-A-W-S-K-Y. As I mentioned, they do ship nationwide, so send them a message. They will help you with rates, prices, design, you know, what kind of cup you want, everything. They will help you all out. They are a very talented group, and you should really check these guys out. That is E-P-A-W-S-K-Y, E-Posky on Instagram. Next up, we got Custom Lily Creations. She is an amazing t-shirt designer. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook. She also ships nationwide. Um, so if you guys got a cool t-shirt idea, whether it's for, I don't know, let's say a family reunion coming up. Maybe it's for graduation. Um Maybe a party, something. Or maybe you want a cool sports custom t-shirt. You know, look her up. Uh, message her for rates, prices, design. She'll help you every step of the way. She actually is doing some cool, you know, holiday season stuff right now. So check her out. That is Custom Lily Creations on Instagram and Facebook. Next up, if you're in the Rolling Heights area... Of California, Happy Hippie Massage. You can find her on Instagram. She is a massage therapist and health educator. Uh, message her for rates, prices, health advice, you know, appointments. And right now, she has coupons out right now. Uh, you buy one and you give your friend or maybe yourself a free massage, whatever the case may be. But it's a cool little holiday gift, in my opinion. You can find her on Instagram, as I mentioned. That is Happy Hippie Massage. Next up, we got Prime Equity Mortgage. They operate wholesale. They work with 50 leading banks to get the client the most comfortable loan for their situation. They deal with FHA, VA, conventional, and hard money loans. They also help people refinance their home. You can find them on Facebook under the Andrew Caseta Home Mortgage Group. And if you have any questions, you can email my good friend Jay Avalos at PEMTG.com. That is J-A-V-A. LOS at PEMTG.com. So as I mentioned at the top of the show, we got a little bit to talk about today. We got the new uh, college football rankings out, and we're going to just talk about the top four. And then we got some NBA news. Uh, Giannis, or the Greek freak as people like to call him, just signed the Supermax deals for uh an NBA all-star, what he can get, and I think that's is amazing why I'm going to explain to myself or explain to you guys why I think this is great for the NBA. So let's just dive right into it. So Giannis, the Greek freak, has signed a five-year, $228 million deal to stay with Milwaukee. And I know what you guys are thinking. Why would he do that? My reply to that, why wouldn't he do that? I think this brings credibility back to the NBA. Here's why. See, growing up as a kid, and I'm sure you know most of you guys that do listen to the show, and again, I appreciate the support, most of you can agree. Growing up, the NBA was very, 
you know, it was very different than it was today. You know, there was a lot of bit more competitiveness on each conference. You know, you had, for me growing up, you had the Bulls coming in. You had the Lakers that were coming up and up and coming. You had the Magic who were doing their thing. Houston was doing their thing. Spurs were the beginning of the born of a dynasty. The Knicks and the Pacers actually were decent. You know, they were actually fun to watch. And somewhere along the lines... Um, it became too friendly, friendly. What do I mean by that? It's just more players wanted to play with, you know, their buddies, their friends, you know, and it's a uh, doable, excuse me. It's doable because the way the NBA set up, number one, it's a player friendly league. So this is one of those leagues where the players have control. I know the owners make the decisions and the commissioners, the commissioner, but the players really run the league. That's number one. Number two, um, there's really not a lot of people I can say that loyalty for an NBA team, for an NBA player is there anymore. Um, I don't blame these guys for leaving. I don't blame LeBron leaving Cleveland the first time. They weren't doing anything. The franchise was not doing anything. It was just about him, and they were not going to do anything to help LeBron win a championship his first time in Cleveland. So that's why he made the decision to go to Miami. And he ended up having a good run with Dwayne Wade and uh, Chris Bosh. You know, they had to end up having a good run. He went back to Cleveland. They won a championship there. And that's because they were building something there. Kevin Love got there. Kyrie Irving was starting to become into his own. J.R. Smith was a good defensive player for the most part. And then you had LeBron. Now, granted, they had to play the Golden State Warriors, who did it right. You know, who did it right? They drafted those guys. Their only f- true free agent acquisition was Kevin Durant and now look I don't blame Kevin Durant for leaving I don't blame him for deciding you know what Oklahoma they couldn't keep a bunch of guys they couldn't keep you know Ibaka they couldn't keep James Harden Russell Westbrook wanted his money so it came to a decision it was either him or the franchise and he decided to go for him he bet on himself so he went to Golden State I don't blame Kevin Durant. Okay, now, does it take some credibility about him winning those championships? Not really. You're still a champion. And now that he left, they're still... The Golden State now looks like a shell of themselves. They're just getting older. So Golden State did everything they can to win those championship years. And it was a good run. I don't blame these guys for doing what they do, chasing the ring, because the NBA shows no loyalty. Why would these players give loyalty back? However, hopefully this is the start of a new trend in Milwaukee. Giannis, he could have left. I mentioned this on a couple of episodes. They better not mess around. Milwaukee better not mess around or else Giannis is going to leave. He's going to leave and they're not going to get anything for him. Well, now he's staying. And I think it's a good thing for the NBA. Now maybe it'll show players, hey, maybe we can... Stay put and maybe, you know, get the money that we deserve instead of being criticized, you know, for rings. Because let's be honest, you can take a poll right now and you can say, well, are KD's rings credible? And I bet you majority of not people are going to say no because he joined Golden State. He joined the team that went 73-9, and lost in the NBA Finals, and then ended up winning back-to-back. All I'm saying is, This is a good thing for the NBA. I know there's going to be a lot of fans 
you know, this was a dumb idea, that he should have just left, Milwaukee's never going to win. It's never, yes, ultimately it is winning a championship. That's what everybody, that's what every professional athlete wants to do. However, this was more of an integrity thing for Giannis. He wasn't going to just leave Milwaukee in the dust. He On his post, on his Twitter post, he put, this is my home. He loves it there. He loves the franchise. He loves the city of Milwaukee for taking a chance on him. That's where the loyalty comes in. That's what loyalty buys you. You draft a kid that nobody had any idea who he was. You put him in the best situation. He becomes a two-time MVP for the league. And he get, leaves it all out there for the franchise, for the city. The city loves him. He loves the city. It's a perfect marriage. Fans are going to be upset because, oh, well, he signed and now we can't get him. Well, too bad. Let it go. This is a good thing. Maybe now, I'm looking at you, James Harden. Maybe now you'll understand why people were so hard on you. Looking at you, Kyrie, why people are so hard on you. You want to blame the media. You want to blame everybody but yourself. Because you can't handle the pressure. You don't like the questions being asked to you. Because you're a big baby. You are a big baby. For the Greek freak, this is good. For Giannis, this is good. NBA, this is great. Because now they have a big time superstar. And a low market value team. And now they can sell. They can say, look, the NBA is going to get better. There's superstars everywhere now. This is the first step. And Giannis is the for- front runner for that. I applaud him for not taking the easy way out. I applaud him for trying to stay and make things work. I applaud him for doing everything he can to try to give Milwaukee the best situation. He signed that Supermax deal. He deserves it. He's a two-time MVP. I get it. It might be a lot of money. But that's just the, that's the price you got to pay for a superstar nowadays. This isn't the 80s. This isn't the 90s anymore. You got to you got to dig deep in your pockets. Dig them deep. 5 years 228. You got to take it. So for the NBA, for Milwaukee, this is good for everybody else. Stop complaining. You know, Laker fans, shut up. He was never going to come to LA. Miami fans, shut up. He was never going to go to Miami. Get over it. It was never going to happen. The Clipper fans, you as well. Get over it. He was never going to leave. Milwaukee would have been stupid to let him walk. And now the best thing that could have happened to the NBA happened. A homegrown kid is going to stay with the homegrown franchise to try to make the NBA just a little bit more popular. So moving on, we got college football. Talk a little bit. Uh, So the college football playoff rankings came out. Uh, let me start by saying I don't like the committee. I think they're a bunch of blowhards. They're a bunch of tryhards. I don't think they watch the game. I just think they go for whoever gives them, whoever has the deeper pockets, unfortunately, who has the history, the prestige of the school. I don't think uh, these guys know what an actual football game is. And that's my opinion. And, you know, that's the great thing about the world. Everybody has an opinion. And you know the rest of the same, but we're not going to get into that here. So here we go. We're just going to talk about the top four because if I talk anymore, I won't have enough time and Anchor is going to restrict me on minutes. So 
Here we go. We got Clemson at number four. Okay, I get it. Ohio State at three. Um, I don't like how that conference is handling the situation. Make, changing the rules for Ohio State to have a chance at the playoffs. I think it's unfair. I don't think they... Uh, I don't think the conference should be even allowed to enter the playoff conversation if that's the way it's going to be. Then you have Notre Dame. Uh, they're an independent. Well, they're part of the ACC and independent for a long time, but I think they deserve it. They beat the top dog in the ACC. I know that was without Trevor Lawrence, but they got a huge matchup this Saturday. A rematch. And this time Trevor will be there. So we'll see how much of a difference that will be. And then you got Alabama, number one, taking on Florida, who uh, got upset by LSU over the weekend for the SEC championship. And then you have Ohio State for Northwestern for the, you know, the Big Ten championship. Uh, look, let's start with Clemson. I understand. They're the big dogs of the ACC. They've been in the championship game now for, what is it, three out of four years? You know, maybe four for four. Who knows? But they've they've been in it. Um, I'm not going to take any away from Clemson. They are one of the better teams in this country. However, from what I saw this year in that game against Notre Dame, they are one quarterback injury away for being just another team. Is that really the be fourth best team in the country? I mean, does Texas? What about Texas A&M? I think they deserve a shot. Their only loss came to Alabama. Nobody wants to talk about that. I don't know how Missouri was ranked. I think, you know, they were ranked just to make Georgia look good. <laughs> you know, Missouri should have never been ranked to begin with. But Clemson, look, they're the top dudes of the ACC. They're the top guys. Notre Dame knocked them off. Okay, that's good. And that's why we have the rematch of the ACC title game. Clemson, Notre Dame. It's going to be good. It's going to be a great one. So we'll see how this goes. Um, Ohio State at three, as I mentioned earlier, I don't think they deserve a championship game. I really don't. The conference is doing everything they can to put them in. I do not see how this is fair to the rest of the Big Ten. The Big Ten, the rest of the teams of the Big Ten did it the right way. Ohio, they're changing the rules for Ohio State. It, it's ridiculous to me. To me, it's ridiculous that Ohio State has a chance to be in the college football playoff. They don't deserve it. I don't think they're one of the better teams. It, you just can There's no way conceivable you can tell me they're one of the better teams in the country. Because, again, they're one quarterback injury away from falling apart. There's no way. There's no way. And that's why I keep saying every week the college football playoff committee does not watch football. I think they just get a bunch of nerds and do a bunch of numbers, you know, a bunch of, you know, math people, which I'm not knocking for. It's just what it is. And I don't I don't think it's right. You know, they want to talk about the eye test. Then what about Cincinnati? When do they get a shot? What about Texas A&M? Do they get a shot? It's ridiculous. And number two, you got Notre Dame. They've had a good year. Now we get to see what happens. I don't think there should be two teams from the same conference in the college football playoff committee. I do not think so. If it were up to me, I would knock off Clemson and I would put Notre Dame as the ACC representative. I just think Notre Dame's a little bit better right now. And I think this game's going to go really good. I 
can't wait to see the ACC championship game. I think Notre Dame, it will not surprise me if they beat them again. Even with the Trevor Lawrence, it will not surprise me one bit. So, this should be a good game. Ian Book's amazing. That defense for Notre Dame's good. It's going to be a good game. I cannot wait to see that one. And then again, number one, Alabama. They're the favorite. They're just that good. What I don't like is the, um, you know, I don't like the favoritism of that conference. You know, is Georgia really that good? Like, seriously? You know, it's Florida, they still people still believe in Florida after losing to LSU. Okay, but they don't believe enough in Texas A and M. Okay, that 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 makes sense. Makes total sense. Yeah, I don't buy it one bit. I don't buy it that I buy that Alabama's number one. I just don't buy how there's a lot of SEC teams in the top twenty five. I don't think it's that strong of a conference than what people really think it is. So, but. You know what they say, when you got the money, you got the power. And as long as you get the money and you bring in the recruits and as long as the scoreboard still says you're good, I guess there's nothing much you can do about that. So, again, Alabama's got to play Florida. We're going to see what happens there. Alabama should win this one with ease. They're going to be SEC championship again. And, you know, now we don't have to hear... Nick crying last year, like, oh, well, even though we didn't win a conference, I think we still deserve it. Even though just a couple years ago, go win a conference. But when you don't win it, I still think we're a better team. Even, Yeah, I I like the team, the coach. Yeah, he he's whatever. Uh, to me, he's whatever. He's going to go down as one of the greatest. I I can't wait till he retires so we can see, you know, something better. <laughs> you know, it's uh, ridiculous. It's just ridiculous to me how much praise Nick Saban gets, even though he's probably one of the biggest babies out there and the biggest jerks to reporters out there. So uh, I'm not much of a fan of him. I'm I'm a fan of the school. I like what Alabama's doing. Not so much Nick Saban. I can care less what he does twice on Sunday. So we'll see what happens there. So other than that, that's going to wrap it up for today's show. Tomorrow we actually have a cool one. It's my weekly NFL picks. We're going to see how we do. Um, Hopefully, I do better than last week. I had a good run last week. I've been having a couple good runs, and we'll see. We'll see. It starts off with Thursday Night Football. It looks like everything's still normal. There hasn't been a lot of cases of COVID yet. Um, They haven't said anything about it. So, hopefully, everything stays normal. That way, we don't have no more confusion of the... um, of the season hopefully everything stays the same but as i mentioned tomorrow's going to be my prediction show and then i do have a couple guests coming on within the week uh i have a guest that's going to talk about nothing but portland trailblazers so if you're a trailblazers fan come check that episode out when it's time we're going to talk about the portland trailblazers we're going to talk about their season last year uh, the roster the updated roster and what the expectations are then i on deck, I might have a Laker fan and a Clipper fan waiting, but for sure I got a uh, Trailblazer fan in the in the batter's box, you know, on the ready to go. So that should be a good show. Other than that, I want to thank everybody for the support of this show. I want to thank everybody that likes, supports, you know, shares, hits the links. I see those play numbers, and it just brings a uh, joy to my heart knowing. That you guys are listening, taking time out of your day to listen. There's 24 hours in a day 
And I'm glad you give me 20 to 30 minutes uh, for you to hear me talk nonsense. And I really appreciate that. But as always, you know, share with your friends, share with your family, share with your loved ones. Because the more uh, audience we get, the more established we get, the better the interviews. We get better cool stuff. Maybe we can interview former players, um, coaches, whatever the case may be. And I'm sure... I mentioned this one too many times, you know, I am nothing without you guys. You guys make the show. So you guys want to see the show do a little better, you know, like, share, support, share with your friends, family, and maybe we'll get cool stuff going. So as always, I will see you guys tomorrow. Have a wonderful night. And then tomorrow's the NFL prediction show. We're almost to the end of the season, guys. So we'll see. Everybody have a wonderful night and see you guys tomorrow.